our podcast was. And what did you say? I think it's from the couch. Yeah. And they were like, what? So we might have some sixth grade listeners tonight. It's time once again for Thoughts from the Couch. I'm Larry. And I'm JJ. And uh, we're going to be your thought guides for the next few minutes on this episode. And guess what we've chosen for a topic tonight? I can't wait to hear. Uh, we're going to talk about marriage. Marriage. And now, yes, that's our topic. But, you know, by that, I'm not saying that we're experts on marriage or that we're some kind of marriage counselors or that uh, uh, anything like that, except uh, in, in youth ministry. We were in youth ministry for so many years, and the kids always wanted to talk to us about that, didn't they? Oh, so interested. Where did you meet? How did you get engaged? I'll let, especially girls. Girls love stories like that. I love those kind of love stories. You remember our marriage? You remember our wedding? Our marriage. <laughs> remember our wedding? Remember yeah. that day that we said I do? I do. Oh, yeah. Special time. Good time. It was a big day. We, we've known a lot of people that have had some big days. In fact, uh, at this point, our, our oldest daughter, she's had that big day. Yep. Yeah, she, a uh, couple of years ago now. I don't know. How long has it been? A couple, three? Her and Cameron said I do. And uh, how many years is this going to be for us in November? It's a big one. You should know this. 30 years. 30 years. 30 years in November. And, <laughs> you know, uh, in the beginning of marriage, you know, everybody has uh, maybe a lot of expectations. Maybe they're uh, thinking about, oh, this is fantastic. Maybe they're a little bit scared, not really knowing what's about to happen. Uh, yeah, because you're going to be living with a boy. I never lived with a boy before. You know, my, my sister, she said this, and I don't know if she said it jokingly or not. I kind of think she did just because she's got that dry sense of humor. But <laughs> the, the day after she got married, according to what she told me was, she woke up and said, where am I and what have I done? Well, you have to tell it. You have to tell it right. <laughs> okay, you tell it then. So she, they, I guess they went to Gulf Shores for their honeymoon, went to the beach. I wasn't in the picture yet, so I'm, getting, I'm telling this um, from my perspective. And she woke up not knowing where she was. It was a hotel room, so I was, she was trying to gather her thoughts, and she looks over, and there's a man in her bed. <laughs> and she said, all I could think of is, where am I and what have I done? <laughs> okay, you tell that a lot better than I do. Thanks. <laughs> but, but, you know, you, you get married. You, you got two lives that are coming together for the first time in a lot of ways. And uh, they, they've got different interests. They've got different dreams. They're trying to figure things out, trying to merge these two lives together to uh, form a family. Yeah. And so, you know, that can be quite daunting, can it? Oh, yeah. Um, I think we probably need to go ahead and remove the elephant in the room. And that is one of the things that our kids our, when I say our kids, I'm talking about our youth group kids. One of the things that they ask us a lot is, uh, what, what's the age difference? <laughs> and uh, and, and this kind of started because I'm, I'm a little bit older than JJ. Uh, in, in fact, uh, I, I think when we started dating, she asked me how old I was. And I, I told you I was in my 20s, didn't I? Yeah. So I was like, oh, early 20s, maybe even mid 20s. I was... 17. I was, I was 20 something. And so anyway, we, uh, 
the, the kids want to know our age difference. So there, there's 11 and a half years age difference. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd moved to Florida. I was working there. And where we were going to church, uh, some of the little girls, sometimes they would come up to her and say, Where, where's your daddy? Where's your daddy? And, and you, would, you would explain to them what? My dad is the preacher. My dad's right there. And like, no, where's your other daddy? <laughs> Talking about me. <laughs> that didn't just happen one time. It happened a lot. So anyway, uh, getting married is not always an easy task. Uh, there, there's things you have to figure out along the way. And Getting married is. Staying uh, married, maybe not. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm with you there. Yeah. So, and and, and we, we, we do want to stay married. Everybody wants to stay married. So uh, it, it's important along the way to to get some help, to seek some advice, to get some wisdom, because we all want to have a successful marriage. Um, so we, we're not necessarily going to give tips for marriage today, but uh, we're going to tell some things. I uh, want to tell a little bit about our backstory, uh, some of the <laughs> situations we got ourselves, at least one anyway. Uh, uh, and the one I'm thinking about right now, JJ, is when we had just gotten back from our honeymoon. And it's hard to mess up a honeymoon, isn't it? It was a good honeymoon. We had a good honeymoon, but but we're back. Uh, we're living in our condo there in Mar- uh No, we're in Cape Canaveral, mm-hmm. Cape Canaveral. Uh, on the Banana River. Mm-hmm. And it's morning time. And-, and Larry starts his work day. He had to be there at like 7.12 or something strange like that. Yeah, we had some strange starting hours. And I, did, I was still in college because, you know, as we've said, I was a lot younger than him. And so I didn't have class to like 10. So I didn't have to really wake up until 9. But 6 a.m., and I've been living on my own for about 11 and a half years. <laughs> Over half my life. So <laughs> Larry had not had to accommodate anybody else being anywhere near. So he wakes up and flips on all the lights. And this is, this is about 6, 5.45, 6. Starts singing, hops in the shower. I, I love to sing in the morning. Yeah, he's quite the morning songbird, the song of his people, just belting it out. And he's in the shower and he's singing and he's so happy, which is great because I'm a morning person as well. But I I had been living at home. I've been living with my family and my sisters. And so you don't wake up people that are sleeping. I mean, that is a cardinal rule in, in the longhouse. So I, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm at home. I've got a new wife and I'm getting ready to go to work and I am happy. And before I leave for work, I, I look over there and, and there's my beautiful new wife sleeping and just looks like an angel. So I, I slip over there. I'm going to give her a goodbye kiss and so the, the conversation goes something like this. Goodbye, honey. I love you. And I was going to get a kiss. And about that time, the covers came down. And her head spun 360 degrees. <laughs> and she said in this demonic voice, kill that light. You remember that? Okay. It may not have been that harsh, but you did jump back. So, (laughs) and I turned the light out and I eased out of the room, went to work. I came back home that evening and somewhere between the time I left for work that morning, when I got back home, all of my stuff that was in the master bathroom that's attached to the master bedroom in the condo 
had been moved out of the master bedroom and moved into the hallway bathroom. And we're still married. So marriage tip number one from the couch is (laughs) separate bathrooms. Or maybe just respect people when they're sleeping. Uh, so that, that's that's a little bit of uh, something that happened to us, and maybe a pretty good resolution. We we don't we don't have separate bathrooms now though, so we got through that. I was uh, trained to be quiet in the morning, and uh, now JJ, you you made a there was a comment that was made. It seemed like it's been a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if it was a comment that you wrote out on a page or if it was something that you uh, videotaped, but. Uh, I think one of the things that challenges people sometime in their marriage is when they look inward at, at their marriage and their relationship, and then they compare it with other people's relationships. Right. I think I said it on my equipped page, which is a Bible study group I have for women on Facebook. And it's not original with me. I don't know where I heard it or read it, but the comment says, stop comparing your real life with other people's highlight reel. And what that means is that people are posting to Facebook and Instagram things that are just a second of their life that look perfect. And they're not posting the messes. They're not posting what was happening just before that picture that somebody started crying right after that picture or that there was a stain on the dress that their hand was covering up. They're they're not posting the real life. And that's okay, that's okay, but don't compare your life to that and think that my marriage is imperfect or my life is not right because my husband didn't bring me flowers on Thursday and and other people's did. So be careful about that comparison. That'll rob you of some joy. How about uh, a favorite scripture? Is there a a go-to scripture that you have uh, when it comes to marriage? I I have a scripture that I like because it's like a preventative scripture. It's one that I think kind of arms your marriage and it's Mark chapter 10, verse nine. And it says, what God has joined together, let not man put asunder. And you hear this in weddings. And I think that we can replace that with let nothing come between you and your marriage. We were told early on that anything that comes between you and your spouse is the enemy. Is it a, it, it could be a hobby. It could be work. It could be travel. It could be another human And I heard a good quote the other day that said, ladies, God will never send you someone else's husband (laughs) like that. (laughs) It's good to remember. So anything that's going to come between you and your husband is the enemy. It needs to be treated as such. Uh, I've I've got a verse that I like from Ecclesiastes chapter four and verse 12 kind of goes along with that. And uh, what you'll find familiar about Ecclesiastes 4 and verse 12 is the line that says a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Uh, Talking about how uh, if you've got one alone, they can be overpowered. If you've got two together, uh, you know, they can work together to defeat an enemy. But that threefold cord, and and maybe this isn't directly related to marriage in this verse, but, but I do relate it to marriage because I think you've got the husband and the wife, and you've got God mm-hmm. in that relationship too. And, and, and God makes up that threefold cord. And if you've got God in your marriage and you keep God in your marriage, then uh, there's a lot that you can overcome. And it makes marriage easier. It makes decisions easier. It would, when you're 
when you're walking in the light and God is part of your marriage, it takes out so much worldly stuff that could cause a marriage to break up. That doesn't mean there's not going to be arguments. Yeah. It doesn't mean there's not going to be times and feelings are hurt. There's, you know, the, the, those things are going to happen because we're human. But as long as you keep God in the picture, then you're going to be able to defeat anything that comes in. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, something else that we did early in marriage, JJ, and I, I really like this a lot. Uh, we, we read a lot of self-help books. A we lot of, read? A lot of positive. Okay. Uh, we, we did a lot of traveling. And so while we were driving, we, we had the self-help books and you would bring them and you'd read them out loud to well, me because it's, it's not a good idea to read while you're driving. No, let me tell you how this all went down because you don't know this. This is, this is actually how this went down. I, I like to read and I would get these self-help books and I'd be really excited about it. And Larry, we traveled a lot actually early in our marriage before we had kids. We had a great time. And so Larry likes to drive. And while he drives, he likes to listen to talk radio. JJ doesn't really like talk radio. Now, I like podcasts and things like that that are short snippets. I will even listen to a book, but I don't love talk radio. And so um, you can't read. I can't read while talk radio is going on in the background. So I would say, hey, let me read this book to you. And let me tell you something. We did that over and over and over. And it blessed our marriage because not only was I getting to do what I wanted to do, read, but we were able to talk about it. We were able to grow together in that. We were hearing the same thing, reading the same thing. Most of them were Christian-based books, if not all of them. Um, And so it really, really blessed our marriage. I highly recommend it. I enjoyed that a lot. And, and those, those self-help books, you know, they're, they're still with us and mm-hmm. uh, we still have, in fact, uh, tell you what we'll do at, at the end of this podcast, uh, we'll, we'll give a list of some of the books that we enjoyed reading uh, and, and still enjoy reading from time to time. Uh, we'll, we'll put that up there as well. Uh, we, we, we hope you're enjoying our podcast. We're, we're enjoying putting it together and sharing it with you. Uh, if you would be sure to subscribe to it, like it, share it, rate it, leave us a comment. Uh, We we would love to hear from you. Uh, Looking forward to being with you next time. And until then, know that you are loved. Bye-bye.